0: Okay, everybody. It. It's 8:31. Uh, we can get started. Enough. Yud and Aleph. is tonight's stuff. This second parak. 18A1. 18A1. Rabbi Amar lepeya. is a certain kind of plant which has roots that go straight down. They don't go side to side, and they are excellent for <coughs> setting up boundaries. We'll see in a second that it was actually used in the, in the, in the, So he says, these are mafzik for peya. So if I set up a chutzut, a of plant between one group of, of, uh, you know, of two and another group of two the of plant, will divide it up. And obviously you will therefore have to give payer from each side. Did you learn in the past if, uh, one species divides like another species, like a kind of field divide What's that? Can one field be a divider for the Something else than a meets. Does that count as one field or is that? We said Zeracher, which is part of what we're going to be talking about tonight. Zeracher, another species, is a divider. That was in the list in the Mishnah. Yeah. Rav Chista, Boi Bohen. He wished to say, is the way they were translate it. doesn't mean ask the question. Rav Chista wished to say the following, So in the version, this is one version of Rav Chista, and then Rav Hanina came, I guess, he came from Babel, and he also had a quote of B'Shem Rav So these are just two versions of what Rav Kista said. So the first version was that Rav with these Hatsuvah, um, Chatzuvo's plans, Yeshua's Machalik Eretz Yisrael. So it sounds like he, gave, he, he, he divided up, I mean, it could be each Shevet, it could be each Mishpacha, it's not clear exactly. He divided up Eretz Yisrael. I think in three he says, he set it up, he was doing it along the tribal boundaries. Anyway, so, so, you know, this is Chalek Nasha, this is Chalek, you know, this is Chalek, who done this? Whatever he was, makhale those those large expanses of land with these hatzivas plants, and then the second version of this was Baham tichem Yehoshua that he was dividing up. Uh, I think it says here either the neighboring countries or he used them to mark the boundaries between individual estates. Uh, I, th- I think the the, 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 the Rashbam he, he mentions above bosses. You may remember. He's talking about how a divided up neighbors, you know, with this katsuma plant. plant. That way, we knew um, whose side was what. Right. Lots of plants. Yeah. Uh, So uh, anyway, bottom line is this is this is this is what's this is what uh, this is basically another way to divide it. Before we mentioned uh, yesterday, we mentioned the divide. What was it called? The divider. Um, boundary strip right? so that was a boundary strip which was a plot of land which was a little bit higher or lower this is an actual plant either way it divides up the land Shlulis, now we're talking about the canal if you remember back in the Mishnah it says Shlulis is a canal we also had Nahal which is a, a, a stream so what is the difference between these so that Yushalmi gives the difference Shlulis calls Shehimo A canal has to have water that's actually flowing through the canal in order for it to be considered a hefzik. If the water would be stagnant or if it would be dried out, it would not constitute a hefzik. On the other hand, Nahal, when it comes to a stream, even though it does not flow, it is, is, nonetheless, it will be considered a boundary. So these are both... um, there's a there's some question as to whether. Nahal so uh, was natural, and yeah, it sounds like Shl- Shlulah sounds like something would be man-made because it's a canal, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Nahal also, uh, they mentioned that it doesn't even necessarily have to have water. Some people say, just having the you know the the the, the dried out bed would, with rocks would be good enough. Others say uh, no, it should have water. But if even if the water is stagnant and it's not moving, it's still considered a hefsek. The different pshatim up here—it's not, not very clear exactly what. He, there's so many different pshatim. I can't give you a definitive definition for nachal. Main thing is just know that the, the canal has to have flowing water. The nachal does not have to have flowing water. Whether it has, whether it will act as a divider, even if it's dried out, is up to the mafarshram that you'll take a look at. Okay. Now, the Mishnah asks the question that you asked me last night, Shamsi, and it gives the answer, Brah Hashem, that I gave you as well. <laughs> if it says that an, an individual path, which we said was a, a width of four Amas, is considered a Hesych, so why does it have to say Derech Harabim, which is, the Ramam said was 16 Amas? If four Amas is considered a break, surely 16 Amas is considered a break. Why does it have to say both in the Mishnah? So, the more answers, also, so the Yerushalmi answers, the answer I gave you, which which was, wasn't my answer, it was the Taisi answer, but it came directly from this Yerushalmi, which is namely, that since um, another couple of Mishnahs it's going to say that for uh, an uh, orchard, for stay none of the breaks that are mentioned in our Mishnah are breaks, even if you have paths, even if you have. Canal, even if you have a it doesn't make a difference. If it's a if it's a stay Elon, those don't constitute breaks. What constitutes a break by a, a, a stay Elon? We said yesterday was remember God, a mechitz, mm-hmm. a goder of I saw a Tvachim, correct? And therefore, it had to say that, that, that for that purpose, it had to say that the rabbin, even though if kosher if the yochid is a hefsek, surely a rabbin is a hefsek, but it had to list it anyway to let us know. That nonetheless, in a stay elon, it would not be a hefsek. So even if you have a 16 amma uh, <coughs> rishon going through a stay elon, it's not a hefsek. <coughs> now regarding yesterday, I mentioned to you that you know that from the from the chuvas when it came to a minion. Remember, we, we mentioned that if you had eight people on one side and and two people across uh, a, a, a rishon so the prima gaudum said. That it, <coughs> The Prima Godam said that it's not necessary, uh, that it's not cannot be mitzarev. So uh, other people wanted to extend it, that they said, oh, the Prima Gautam got it from Aramishnah, and therefore, if you were on the other side of a sidewalk, you would not be able to mitzarev to a minion." But I was thinking about it today, and I was thinking, man, it's tasty. Let's leave the Prima Godam aside. Lamaisa, we say, stay ha'ila, none of these things are hafzik. So now, if I look at a group of 10 Yidden, do I look at them as a state tua or as a state elon And to me, it seems, the possek says, a person is like a tree. So if you have 10 trees, sounds like sounds more to me like a stay elon than a state tua hmm. and I think it's absolutely no problem, and therefore, it would not be answered. Now, I'm not arguing on the Priva All I'm timing to you is that you know they want to use our Mishnah as proof that if you're on one side of the sidewalk that it won't work, and then those people who daven on the other sides of, kind of the sidewalk during COVID, yours truly, along with a lot of other Yiddin, should start feeling guilty about it. I don't feel guilty about it at all because I think that we are not state tour, we're state Elon. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel better? Plenty of people that mm-hmm. you nobody do people. Right. I feel better. That's correct. I knew you. I knew you would feel better. Um, okay, you guys online, uh, you hear what I'm saying? Do you agree with me? Anybody uh, want to chime in with my with my kiddush that a group of yid and davening is like uh, an orchard? Do you agree with me? Some mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go on. Um, <clears throat> So that's what it says. in the, It's the, not what the Yeshama answers. Ela got only a Now the Gemara asks the next question. So since it says Shvil Hayochid, okay, so the first one was Derech Yochid, Derech Rabbim. That's that was one. That was one category. Then we had a second category called Shvil. Remember, Shvil and Shvil Yochid, Shvil, Shvil, Shvil Rabbim. What was the shvil? Shvil was a path, a private path or a public path versus a public way, a private way. One was a street and one was like a backyard, a path that goes through the yard, right? So the Yosham is now asking the same question again. Why do I need both? If the shvil hayachad, which is just, let's say, room for you know one foot o- over, you know some say it's just a tefach wide, if that's considered a half section, then surely... The shril harabim is going to be considered a hepsic. So now, why didn't why didn't the Yoshami say the same answer again? Right. So the answer is, take a look at Rash Sirlo, where he says shril harabim matzarcho. You see that 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 it's in the middle of the right column. The an Elon, because if it was for the purpose of telling me that. If it's a orchard that nonetheless the Shvil Harabim is not going to be considered a Hasek, like we just said for the Derek Harabim, Hashna Derek Harabim, the Rukh of She Shezrey, a Mavsik. We just said that a, a, a full street, which is 16 Amas, is not mafzik by the state Elon. So, Shvil Shein or of Shezrey Amamibaya. So a, sh- a path of, of, of a robin certainly is not going to be a by the state island. So we know already the state Elon answer for, for, for that size, because remember, that's the, the, the difference. So what's the difference between a Shvil and an Abba? If they both can be used within dry and or wet, what, how, what, what is the difference between the two? You want to know, are you asking why is it that we have a requirement that the Shvil, be used both by Mesak Shaman and you may What does Shvil as, add that not, that you don't already know with Nachal or Nachal add that you don't learn? Well two totally also. different concepts. How does Nachal tell you anything about Shvil? Well Nachal is also it's there, there's a you know it, it can there's be a, dry, it can be wet, it can it, as long as it's constantly the, in use. The, the same is true no no, no 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 exactly. no 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 that it's not what do you mean by constantly in use? That's a naturally occurring Indentation where, where where a stream of water runs that doesn't tell me anything about a path. A path may may be much less of of, of a hefsek. Who says somebody walking through on a on a small path is considered a hefsek? I I don't see that. I don't see that one flows from flows from the other. I mean I don't see it. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, intent is not so much the, the issue here. The issue here is, is it considered a break or not considered it's, a break? It's a utility. Yeah. So the more answer is, <laughs> that it had to tell me what, that even if you have a Shvil harabim, but if it's not used the whole year round, that is it's not considered to have sex for a, for, for, for as far as, Iñonei Right? Because that, remember, we had that. Re- that was the requirement. By the shvile, we had one last requirement that had to be used both Yom Yisachar and Yom Yisachar But if you don't use it all year round, then it is not a hefsek. That was the only one that we had that requirement. Everything else was a hefsek regardless. Okay. Okay. Next. So we mentioned three things in the Mishnah. We mentioned Bor, which was a a land which was not being used. We mentioned Nir, which was plowed land. And Zeracher, another species which would be planted presumably between two, two, uh, two, uh, dividing up two plots of land that are growing things. Uh, Even if it's the same thing, it doesn't make a difference. But you'd have to give the the paya separately. So now the Gemara asks. Oh, the Gemara brings a a, a, a here. This, this this can get very very complicated. Um, I'm trying trying to keep it simple. Let's see, Rav Amar Bar Veneer based Raiva. <clears throat> We're going to have a machlokus now. Rav and Rabbi Rav says we've got these three elements. Bar uh uh boar rather boar near and base and and uh and zero so we have three three items that we're going to talk about so rav says that when it comes to boar and near there's a minimum space that the that this land has to take up which is no i I mean what what do you mean it's 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 just yeah yeah it's completely right Fallow land, it's likely has grass growing there, possibly. I mean, you, you just haven't done anything to it, right? So I would imagine there's grass growing there. That, that doesn't play any role at all. So you have fallow land, you have plowed land. Those those have to have a certain space to be considered a break, and that is that space is a base rova. Let's make this simple. The Rambam says base rova is 10 by 2 omnis by 10 by 2 omnis. Let's just accept that. Forget about how they arrive at this. It's not our subject. So it's a hundred... Roughly, let's just make it a hundred square amas. It's a little bit more than a hundred square amas. So what he's saying is that if I have two fields and I have a plowed area between two fields, if I just have one small, you know, uh, space that's been plowed, that's not enough. It has to have in square feet. In square amas, it has to... The total space of that plot of land, that is, that is not, that has been plowed, has to be at least a base rova, a, a hundred square mm-hmm. arms, okay? The reason I asked that question is because if there's nothing growing on the second form, it's about So the base rova is going to be more significant than the third option, which is a different correct rova. Okay, so now we're going to see this in a second, exactly, that's exactly, mm-hmm. that's what Rav said. So Rav goes ahead, you're anticipating Rav's statement. Which is zera acher, aphilu koshehu. If you have another if you have another species planted, then even a small sliver of land, you know like one row of you know of beans or something, whatever it is that, that's planted there, that's that's adequate enough. you don't need a base rova, right That's Rav's opinion. And now, Rebbe Khan says on eighteen eighty two. That you need. Um, for all three, he, he's, he, he's, he's arguing on on he's arguing in two ways. Number one, he's arguing in the shear that he doesn't use base riva, which is hundred square amas, or ten by two by ten by two. That that's not what he uses as a measure. What he uses is what he calls Schloishotlam which means uh, three furrows of groundbreaking. Uh, I'll tell you in a second why it uses groundbreaking. But, what, what, but let's just take accept what they say on the bottom, that this is the shear, I believe it was three. Was it two? Or, one second. One second. What did he say? Two. You had footnote 12, he says, the width of three furrows of groundbreaking is two amas. Okay, so let's just keep it simple. So he says tuamis, and... She's, she's a is a furrow high, or is it an indentation, or a uh, We're not talking about indentations now. No, no, but the furrow... But, but the fu- the, yes, a furrow normally, what would, what would this... And just to, 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 Why it's called groundbreaking, because at the beginning of the season, the ground's very, very hard. So what they do is they go through with a plow, and they tr- break up the land... And the reason they do that is because otherwise when it rains, the water will just roll off the top of the hard ground. So that what they do is they break up the land a little bit so that when it rains, the water will be absorbed into the ground. and won't roll, just roll, what's it called, roll off? Is that the word? It'll, it, won't, um, it won't, it won't, it won't, it won't. What's that? Flow. Flow off. Flow off. I don't know if that's the right term. I, uh, runoff that's the word thank you three. runoff that's what i said like. it won't be it won't you won't have runoff so um so that for, for that at, at that type of plowing uh, that state is it's it's wider in other words there's another plowing that's done when you want to start planting so that plow that plowing is a little tighter so that's going to be a little a little, 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 little narrower, the the fu- the furrow that you're going to dig. So that's why they use this terminology. That's what the from explained. That it, that's why it's called tlomim shalpasiach, furrows of groundbreaking. I think somebody might quote this when I'm talking. About yeah, he says it in footnote 12. He says the term uh, furrows of groundbreaking is used in in contrast to furrows of the rain. Furrows of groundbreaking are produced by the first plowing in preparation for planting the ground is hard and dry and the furrows are more widely spaced than the furrows of the rain which are the result of the plowing after the first rainfall okay so that's what happens the first the first plowing it's a little bit wider a little wider part let's we're saying now it's it's uh, tuamus right and later on it might be a little narrower because that's when we're finally it's rained and the ground is a little softer final the final plowing just prior to the to, to the uh to so the planting anyway. so so what th- what this is is uh, just yeah, just to clarify one thing over here, when, when, when Rob said <clears throat> when Rob said that it's a base rova, so it's he gave a, a, a certain shatach of, of space. that space, if you think about it, it depends how big the field is, right? If I have a field that's 100 ahmas long, and you tell me I need to have uh, 10 by 10, 100 square amus, right? So that would, that would sound like all I need is one armor across the whole width of the field. Because if it's 100 armas wide, so then I need one armor across 100 amus. the whole thing is only one armor wide. That's hardly any space at all. Is that, what Rob, is that what Rob meant? So they say, they say that, um, they don't say it yet here. But we're going to say, we're going to say it soon. It's not true, though. There's a certain minimum. Because otherwise, you know, the wider and wider the, the the field is, it'll become negligible. You won't even be able to recognize it. So there's always going to be a minimum of space. Let's say it's, uh, I don't know whether it's 2 amus or 5 amus. I don't remember. But he's going to also agree. So what he's really saying is if you're if you of a smaller field, so if you have, they give an example here. Um... Uh, here we go. For example, if the field is 20 amus wide, right? So if the field is is 20 amus wide, and you need to have 100 square amus, so you'll have to have approximately five amus of, of blank field, right? A plowed field across that 20 amus section, and that way you'll have a a, a divider. So that's what Rob said. As who says all you need is two Amas. Okay, so there are they seem to be arguing in, in 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 two levels, right? On level number one, they're arguing about um, whether it's a base rova or whether it is uh, this two two amas, uh, measure. And number two, they're arguing about the zara Acher. the zera, and that's the one that's the main thing we have to really focus on here. Zera Acher, Rav said it was kosher who, and Rabbi Yechinen said, no, Zerachir is Shlosha, The same thing as the rest of them. So it's, it's, he held Zerachir was also two Amas. So the Gemara says, ma, ma upolig, Are we going to say that they disagree? Ma Rav, the fee of payah. So the Gemara tries to say, no, let's try to make it so they don't argue. Rav was talking about a species that is obligated to give paya. Right? Now we're on... Umar, demar, Ekenon, what Rabbi Yechonon says was be pitre peya. talking about where something was bought from peya. So let's say uh, we're talking about vegetables. So, what, what was, in other words, what was planted in the zeracher? They're, they're focused on the zeracher. Why did Rav say that zeracher could be koshehu? And Rabbi said that you needed two amas. Why? Teretz is if it was high than peya. The Gemara wants to say, if it's a min that was chayv and peya, so because it's chayv and peya, that will make it, so that's more choshav as far as making a hefzik. And Rabbi Yechon, who says that you need two, he's talking about where it's vegetables. So since it's vegetables, it's not as choshav, it's not chayv and peya. so therefore you have to have a little wider. That's a simple pshat in the Gemara. More of a near and payah, is fallow land or plowed land, Obligated in pay. The Gemara doesn't like this answer. The Gemara says, "What are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean it's chayiv and not chayiv and paya?" And paya? Rabbi has other things in his list which are not chayiv and paya. Rav has other things which are not chayiv and paya. Talking about plowed land or fallow land, that's not chayiv and paya. Nothing's growing there, so that's not explaining their machlokas. In other words, they're arguing at some level. And it doesn't seem to be explained with in other words, you may have been able to get away with it if all they argued about was the Zerah Acher, but they have other things in their list, which clearly are not high event. there's nothing growing there, so it has nothing to do with the payah. so therefore it gives a different answer. Amarav is sort So what we have a different we have a different answer. Rav is talking about an average size field. Minma Rabyakunan, Bachamish time and is talking about a smaller field, which is 50 by 2 ambas. So, here we have uh, a, a large note, and we'll, 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 we'll read the note a little bit. So, uh, footnote, four, uh, uh, footnote 4. So, Rav and Mjöcklen agree. A strip of fallow or plowed land must be a base rova. They both agree to that idea. However, that's inapplicable if the field itself is no more than a base rova. In other words, 50 by 2 amas is, is, is the separation. Uh, th- does not have to occupy any minimum area. It only needs has to be a minimum width, which is three furrows of groundbreaking or 2 amas. Because if it, it, it's such a small field to, to require a base rova would be unreasonable. So therefore, right... And in fact, here's where he makes this comment that I was trying to tell you before. Even in a case of a larger field where the separation must amount to a base rova, it still has to have a width of two ammas, because otherwise it would not be readily discernible. For example, separation running across a field that measures 104 ammas from side to side, although a width of only one amma would give the separation the area of a base rova, that would not be adequate because it's not nicker. So you have to have at least two amas okay according to the gemara's answer a strip of a different species needs to have only the slightest width to divide an average field but it must be as wide as two tuamis to divide a small field so now the gemara is saying something very interesting if i have a large field because they're here they also had a mach right the gemara just now explained the gemara kind of switched it started off trying to explain what the difference was between Zerachir and not Zerachir. What, that How come if Rav said Zerachir was a mashu, ooh, and, and, and Rav had said you needed two honest The Gemara said that's not an adequate answer, and the Gemara tried to give a different answer. When the Gemara tries to give it a different answer, it changes the size of the field. That addresses the other things in there, in the Machlokas as far as ni- near and bore, but it doesn't address the Zeracher. So we're still left with the Zeracher. So if we plug in the Zerachir into the terats that we just said, so it comes out that Rabbi said his din of two, two amas in a case of what kind of a field? Of a small field, two amas of Zerachir. And when did Rav say his shear of kosher, who? We're talking an average-sized field, a larger field. So it's very interesting. Zerachir is, is inverse, it's inversely proportionate to the size of the field. If you have a small field, you need a wider amount of Zaracher, two amas. If you have a large field, then all you need is one one row so what's the shot in that so this is what he addresses over here and the answer is one solution is that in general a large field requires a wider division than does a small field the exception is the strip of a different species for the following reason it's not common practice to plant several different species in a large field that's usually for like a garden but therefore, in a small field, a strip of a different species does not constitute a division of the field unless it's two almost wide. In a large field, since it's unusual to find different species, see, even the narrower strip of a different species seems to the observer to have intentionally been placed there to divide the field, and it therefore serves to divide the field into two. That's it's the Pshatnik-Goran. It's not a climb issue. We don't have uh, uh, yeah, now, as far as climb is concerned... Okay, that's where we're going to stop here tonight. Um, as far as climb is concerned, this is a larger uh, discussion. Um, if you want to hang around, I'll will t- talk about the claim. But as far as the the um, as far as the shear is concerned, I'm going to stop the recording here. Recording yeah. stopped. Well, what time are we learning on? Third?